Ted 2 Mexico, where a powerful Category 4 storm has made landfall in the country in the last couple of hours. Hurricane Roslyn has brought damaging winds and storm surges and heavy rains. Journalist John Bonfiglio is there for us tonight and joins us now. John, good evening. Good evening, Daryl. How are you? I'm not too bad, John, thank you. Uh, how are you, more to the point? You're not in an area affected. No, no, no. I'm actually on the other side. We Basically, hurricane seasons here in Mexico and Central America tend to be your Pacific coast, uh, your eastern Pacific hurricanes and your Atlantic hurricanes. And Hurricane Roslyn made landfall this morning on the opposite, opposite side of the country in Nayarit State, a little bit up uh, from Puerto Vallarta. And as you said, it was due to hit as a Category 4 hurricane, but actually managed to reduce to a Category 3 hurricane and caused widespread uh, damage, devastation, flooding, landslides and so on. Uh, up until this point, of course, we're still getting reports in from what's taken place in the aftermath, but we, it seems as though there are no fatalities in play. Uh, and actually now warnings have been reduced as the hurricane now has been uh, downgraded to a tropical storm and it's making its way northeast uh, through Mexico and is expected to uh, to peter out over the course of the, the, the next 24 hours or so. And, and as you say, that damage perhaps not quite as bad as feared initially, John, but what damage has it left in its wake? I mean, the thing about hurricanes is they're sheer unpredictably. I mean, it can shift north a degree, south a degree, and actually it doesn't tend to be. I mean, for sure, the ferocity of a hurricane is really important, but actually very specifically where it hits is the most important uh, factor in, in this. And again, going back to the differences between the Pacific, East Pacific and, and the Atlantic trajectory of these storms, generally speaking, the Atlantic seaboard has a much more well-developed uh, flight path, if you like, for hurricanes. But because there's no offshore islands or land masses in the Pacific, generally they form in the Eastern Pacific and then just make a beeline for land and hit anywhere along the coast. So it's a, it's a complete free-for-all. In terms of what we know about the aftermath of, of Hurricane Roslyn, we know that uh, uh, there's been widespread uh, flooding, damages, uh, damage to property, uh, trees collapse and so on, uh, but nothing infrastructural beyond that at this point is is what we're hearing. So uh, very much uh, less uh, of an impact or less damage than what was being feared. Because again, with these hurricanes, you never know quite what's going to take place, as we saw with Hurricane Ian. I mean, Hurricane Ian, you know, probably one of the, the, the most damaging, again, in the, in the Atlantic of this hurricane season, was certainly a strong hurricane, made uh, generated a, a fair bit of damage in Cuba, but nobody really expected it to generate and cause the 150 deaths that it has done in the US when it made uh, landfall in Florida and then moved up through the Carolinas. And uh, how prepared? I mean, given, as you say, uh, John, you know, hurricane season is extremely unpredictable in this region and and comes around June to November. How prepared are areas like this for the damage that a hurricane can do? Uh, Yeah, so maybe there's three different things to look at there. The first is like the historic preparation. So strength of buildings, which is also related to to earthquakes and so on. For sure, infrastructure has developed significantly over the course of the last maybe two generations. Having said which, however, also hurricanes generally have been more numerous and and stronger as well. Um, The second thing is is the immediate uh, preview to the hurricane. So two, three, four days out. I mean, tracking of hurricanes these days is pretty good. Uh, People tend to get pretty accurate warnings as to where more or less it's going to hit. And then at that point, you know, depending on who you are and your your particular worldview and also your economic possibilities, you're then going to go out and try and, you know, board up property, protect property and so on. Um, and that is probably easier somewhere in the US, which has a, a stronger financial wherewithal that it would be in, in Mexico. And the third thing is, you know, when something really significant hits 
uh, you know, something really uh, apocalyptic, then does the government, does the state government, does the federal government have the infrastructure, the financial infrastructure, but also the organizational infrastructure to do something about this, about it? Fortunately, on this occasion, it wasn't necessarily needed, but historically, Mexico has been unable to really properly deal with the aftermath of serious incidents, of which it has a number, again, not just earthquake-related, but also earthquake-related and so on. So, uh, yeah, that infrastructure, that third level of infrastructure, if you like, is not perhaps what it might be. Okay, John, nice to talk to you tonight. Really appreciate your insights. John von Fingliel for us in Mexico on Times Radio this evening. Thank you, John.